Welcome to Thriving Your Love, a podcast where we will guide and help you improve your most precious relationships in life. This podcast is produced and hosted by certified emotionally focused therapist, Claudio Vargas Silva, licensed marriage and family therapist, and Trisha Kim Walsh, also licensed marriage and family therapist. All right, welcome back to our viewers and our listeners. We have an excellent episode that's a continuation from our last discussion, and the focus will be on giving comfort, being there for our partners, responding to their to the challenges in life that partners were going to experience. And often, Claudio, it's it's a topic that we see in couples therapy, we experience it in our own lives, when there is a desire as a partner to fix, to fix the things that we struggle with in life, whether it's at work, in parenthood, uh, within our family, problems. We as humans, we're going to experience problems. And I see in couples therapy all the time, where the cycle, the conflict gets triggered as a result of a partner trying to give comfort and the confusion of, wait a minute, I'm trying to give you comfort and you're upset with me. How does that make sense, Claudio? So this is a great topic. Let's let's talk about this. Yeah. And you know, when I was uh, preparing this topic, I even didn't think about something so important that you said now that it, it happens in parenthood as well. It's so common that the child has a problem, the child goes to the parent and the parent tells the child what to do. Yes. The parent doesn't think about how the child feels and then try to really comfort the child first, attend to those feelings, how that experience was for the child to then later think about some advice or some solution. They go straight telling the child what to do. And it happens also with children. Yes. They don't like it. And then the parents get confused. What is happening here? I'm trying to help my child, but my child is not grateful to me for my help. They cannot really understand what is happening from the child's experience. So it happens the same thing with couples, Trisha. It does. It happens. It also, it, it's an important topic, viewers, listeners, that we're bringing up because we hope that you can see that behind the intentions is love, is I see you in pain and I am supposed to be the source of comfort. So you as my child, you as my precious partner, you're coming to me with pain and I'm going to solve it. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to take it away from you, that burden that you're carrying, I'm going to tell you what to do. But Claudio, what ends up happening is it lands as criticism. It lands as you don't know what you're doing. So I'm going to tell you how to do it. And then there's hurt. There's hurt that happens for that child, teenager, that partner. And I see as a therapist of where we can get into this terrible conflict within ourselves is I came to you to seek comfort for you to hold this with me, not do this for me. I didn't ask you to solve it. What I wanted from you was to listen and to be with me in my pain and validate my pain. See me that you trust me. I can figure this out for myself. So when you try to solve it for me, you're saying you didn't trust that I could solve this for myself. 
and then sinks the pain, Claudio. That's what I see consistently. Yes, absolutely. And, and Trisha, what happens that we see that many times we think that people, when they tell us something that is going on with them, they are expecting that yes. we will solve the problem to them. We will give them some idea, some so expert idea that the problem will disappear, that they will, they will think, they will say, oh my goodness, I never thought about that. You're so smart. Thank you for that idea. So yes. we think really that this is what people expect. So the same we apply to our children, to our partner, but that's not true. It's not actually uh, solving the problem, the solution to the problem or an advice. Because as you said, when we give advice, for some reason, our partner listens that, well, I know better than you. Mm. So I am, a, you know, I, I know how to solve this and you don't know. So let me teach you how to do this. So uh, the child, the person, the partner, will feel in some way like we think less of them, like they are incapable, right? But the thing is that we are taking too much responsibility, Trisha. Yes, right. And it comes from love, right, Claudio? At the, as we talk about this, it's this is what I love about being a therapist, Claudio, is being able to see both experiences, the child, the parent, the partner, the partner of with sitting in, in pain, right? When we feel pain, our, our partner is suffering or our child is suffering. It's, it's immense. And some of my parents and even our part, my partner, the partners I work with will say, it hurts me. It hurts me to see them in this place. And the rejection is, I don't want to tolerate this problem, this pain. So I want to fix it. I want it to go away. And sometimes what happens is there is a misunderstanding of, I need to make this go away, or I couldn't do this for myself. And there can feel sometimes judgment and shame. That's what I often will see as the reactivity that gets defensive and gets angry and frustration. And that's where we really see the problem happen, Claudio, is what I was looking for, parent, partner, was your vulnerability that you could sit with me in this pain and hear with me and let me be in my sadness. Let me be in my struggle to trust that I'm going to come to a resolution. Uh, but taking it away from that person often lands as, a certain level of judgment that can create even more isolation and loneliness of, I can't, I can't show up with my problems and for you to let me be in this, in the suffering and just sit with me in the suffering and say, this is really difficult. And I know you're going to figure out a way on how to solve this. How can I support you with this? Yeah. And, and she should you pointed out something that is so, so important. The partner is actually well-intentioned. Mm. So there is a good intention behind, and it comes from love, as you said. So it is hard to see someone we love that goes through pain. We want to take that pain away. 
right? But yes. that is also a problem in itself because sometimes we think that our partner's happiness is our duty, our responsibility. Yes. We need to keep them happy. And some partners even have an unconscious thought yes. that if they were the good partners, their partner wouldn't ever be unhappy. Yes. They would be happy all the time because just their presence in their lives would be enough to counteract everything outside that happens. If they have a problem in their work environment, if they have a problem with their family of origin, you know, they wouldn't be affected because my love for them is enough to make them happy all the time. So when we have this thought, we end up feeling very disappointed because we are not everything in our partner's lives. It's not our responsibility for making them happy. So what we can do is to be with them, to be present, as you said, emotionally, when they are going through difficulties, through problems. So, you know, it's it's so wonderful when we know that someone can be there with us, someone can listen to our pain and not try to fix it, just be with us. So just knowing that we have someone with us in our pain is already wonderful because that means we are not alone because the problem is not actually to yeah. have the pain, to have the problem, but being alone, being alone in pain is really very, very sad and hard. But when we know that someone can be with us there, then it's so nurturing, so comforting. And if we realize that people are not really asking us, and when they tell us a problem, they are don't, they're not telling us, you know, I'm going to tell you this problem so you can give me a solution because I, I need to, to get over this problem. We need to overcome this problem. So... That's not what they are asking. They're just asking is, can you listen to me? Right. Can you tell me that you understand me? That yes. and can you be with me? Right, Trisha? Right, yeah. Claudio, this is the heart of what we're speaking to. If anything, viewers, listeners, please take this in because this is powerful. Is I have so many tech clients I work with in the tech Silicon Valley industry, and they are brilliant and they get in their head and they are paid so much to fix problems. They're really great at it, but this is one of the greatest struggles that I see with my couples. And even they, many of them are parents and they work so hard to try to figure out the fix and the fix is what is embedded in our DNA. And that's love is that we have the biological will to attach and love. And so the fix, and I say this to my couples all the time, the fix is for you to be there for them, to listen, to give them comfort by the hug, by the kiss on the cheek, by just saying, I don't even know what to say other than I'm just glad that you came to me and this is really hard and we're gonna figure this out together. How can I be here with you? 
I'm just so glad you're coming to me with this. That is powerful because that is love. That is unconditional love is no matter what is happening in your life, I'm going to be here with you. And that is a fix that has allowed us as a species to survive as we come together in adversity, even if we don't know the salt, let's look at the pandemic. That's a clear example. We had no idea, Claudio, if we were going to have a vaccine, it was scary. But what got us through this was love. And, the, and love continues to transform us in ways that we can't even begin to describe. But the fix is, I am with you in this pain, not to solve it for you, but to be with you to know that we're going to get through this and that you're going to find a way. And I'm going to listen to you on how can I be there for you to help you get to that place of you choosing what the solve is. Yes. And, and validating their pain, right? Sending a message, it makes sense. It's not easy. It is really hard, right? Because when we say, well, we can do this, we can do that, in some way, it sounds dismissive. Like we are saying, well, how couldn't you figure this out? This is this is so easy. Why are you suffering? And also uh, understanding that when the person brings a problem to us, so let's say that our partner tells us a problem that they are going through in their work. So they know much better than us what is happening to them there. We don't know the details and the things that they work there. They have already thought about a lot of things. Right. So they are the experts on what they are going through. Right. We are from the outside. We don't have all the information, but as you mentioned now, we have something precious. We have love yes, and we have us, our presence. We have our ears. So just by being there with them and say, yeah, I can see how tough it is. I can see how tough it is, but you know, you're not alone. I am here with you. And you can tell me everything. I'm not going to be bothered. I'm not going to be tired. And I actually want to listen. I want to be here. And I I also feel so honored that you would trust me to tell me these things. If you're telling me what goes on with you, that means I am someone who you trust. Exactly. So I mean, someone important because you could have chosen someone else, but you chose me to tell me about these things. So I feel very honored and I will hold this with you here. Your pain is mine and I want you to feel free. And every time you need to talk to me, I will be here to listen to you. So this is a wonderful message. Right, Claudio. I mean, the, these are the reminders of the fix is the listening. It's the love. It, it is the reminders also that vulnerability is the antidote, is that when you don't know, sometimes these are solves. These aren't fixes, that there may not be some clear solutions. I've had so many couples come to me, so many par parents that recognize their systemic challenges that within a work situation or a school situation that are not going to be easy solves. But the solve and the fix is the reminders of 
we can figure this out together as a family, even in times of difficulty. And what I've always appreciated with within the repair, especially when there can be disappointment of I came to you with a problem, you try to solve it and you took it away from me or it felt judgmental or I felt some shame that I was being told how to do it is that there's repair in, in the remorse of, I'm sorry, I try to fix that because it's so painful for me to see you in pain. And sometimes I don't know what to do with that and I get scared. So what I'm really inviting people to be reminded that the fix is also the vulnerability is it's okay for us to say, I really want to solve this for you because it's really hard for me to see how much pain you're in. It's okay for us to let uh, to be role models to each other. It's okay for you to let your child or teenager know it's really hard for me to hear that you're getting bullied at school or that you're getting this, uh, this failing grade. And I really want to solve this for you because I want the best for you. I want you to have a happy life. And sometimes I feel guilty that I'm not doing everything I can to make sure you have a happy life. It's okay for us to say that. In fact, I find that those moments are so precious that a partner or a child or teen will say, I know, I know you love me. And what I really need is for you just to listen. And then I see the shoulders drop, a deep breath, and a, a feeling of, okay, I didn't have to feel some of my own judgment that I'm failing as a partner, I'm failing as a parent, which I hear pretty much as the top reason for why we try to fix things. Am I right, Claudio? Yes, yes, absolutely. And and what we are telling actually people is that, you know, maybe sometimes you might have an answer for yes. something. Maybe like, for example, especially with your children, you might have some answer. But what I would say is that this is not the most important thing. So let's say that your child had a problem with a friend, was bullied at school, and then he, he, you have the answer, like, tell the teacher, uh, go to the principal. Uh, so that is a solution that you want to give. But the thing is that your child is in pain. Your child felt embarrassed, ashamed, hurt. Go to that first. Talk about the hurt. Talk about the pain. Sit with your child in the pain. So the same thing uh, with, with the partner who is having a problem at work, right? And, and, and tells you like, oh, my boss was so har like harsh to me. And then sit with your partner. Oh, my goodness. That might be really so tough. I imagine how you might have felt. Yeah, it's totally understandable that you even want to leave your job because it's so hard to, to be through that. But going back to, to the child thing, uh, after you have attended to the pain, to the suffering, to the sadness, then you might give some suggestion. You, you know, honey, uh, have you talked to the teacher about that? And, and how is that for you if you talk to the teacher? So, but now your child has felt listened to and cared for and has felt that you really understand, that you, that you listen. And then you can maybe, if it's appropriate, 
give a solution, but sometimes you even don't need that because sometimes by just being there, it helps the other person to like the brain works better. Like when we receive comfort, when we receive empathy, when we receive compassion, it really helps our brain to find solutions. And sometimes yes. the child, the partner might even be able to find a solution and we don't need to give it to them because yes. they find the solution on themselves. They are going to feel in some way some pride that they have found that on their own, you know? And, and sometimes we might give some suggestion but the first thing as i was saying and as you said true is really the emotional presence letting them know i am here with you and it makes all sense that it's hard it's not easy what they're going through it's understandable that you feel like that right trisha Right. Exactly. What I continue to be mindful of is this concept we've talked about in previous episodes around secure attachment is what we know in the science is when we're consistently available, you know, to provide that comfort by listening. You know, that really is the embedded gift that we have is our listening is that I don't know and I can never know what it is that you are going through. But let me understand by listening and asking questions can sometimes land as waiting, you know, noticing if you're trying to jump in and trying to solve, catch yourself. And so I know as we're coming to the close of today's episode, and we have so much more to continue talking about is something that I have found helpful for me because Claudio, you know, as a therapist, we really love to help our clients. And so we recognize that in our lives, our personal lives, we sometimes want to be helping others when I'm during, during my off hours, I still find the pull to want to help everyone I know. And then I almost have to put my hand on my knee to kind of slow myself down and say, listen, catch your breath, just listen, because it can be hard when I see people in pain, there is kind of this I don't know what to call it, a kind of superhero cape that I want to kind of rescue and take pain away. But being reminded that really honoring and loving is listening to the pain and recognizing this wonderful, remarkable human being that's in front of you is going to figure it out. But they're coming to you to share it with you, which to you, Claudio, I love what you just said, what you said earlier, is it really is an honor is that someone trusts you, someone loves you, someone is sharing this with you is to say, I'm not just showing you the most happy, most polished and perfection of my life, but I'm also showing you some of the messy that we all know, right? Claudio, every single one of us on this planet has the messiness of life. No one is exempt from that, but I get to hold this with you and to be reminded with our struggle, with adversity comes resiliency. And so our struggles actually transform us in ways that we can't fully always understand, but to see that it does, it's just like being at the gym, the more, you know, we're exercising problems in life, we do see a muscle kind of develop. And that is the ability to kind of hold within the realities that life is going to continue throwing us curveballs. And what's amazing is our children, our teenagers, our partners are going to be able to catch them, especially when they know no matter what they're facing, they have our strength, our love by listening and supporting them in the challenges of life. 
Yes. Well, we are so happy to be with you one more time. Yes. We yes. want to invite you to continue turning on and, and listening to us. Thanks for joining us. We can't wait for the next time. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. We hope you'll join us soon again for our next episode of Thriving Your Love.